three, two, one. Welcome to the Whole Phil Podcast. I'm your host, Phil Reese the DJ. That's my Facebook name. Really Phil Reese, that's my Twitter. Philip J. Reese, that's my Instagram, my dot com, and my real life. Tweet me right now, hashtag get your whole fill, and tell me all about yourself. I'm a lovable, loving, chubby, queer, sober, spiritual, vegetarian, feminist, radical, leftist, web developer, and DJ in DC. This is the podcast where you get your whole fill. I talk about whatever I want with whomever I want and do whatever I want because there's no rules, no format, and no fucking censors. Let's start the show. Today is Saturday, February 22nd, and we're talking about fake meat. Plant-based food is having a moment. And as a vegetarian, lots of you omnivores have asked me how I feel about these foods. I went full vegetarian in the spring of 2010. I'm coming up on my 10th vegiversary. I had been pescatarian for almost three years at that point. Ten years ago, Boca and Garden Burger were about the only options for me if I wanted to have a burger, so we've definitely come a long way. Today, any type of junk food meat you can imagine has a popular plant-based analog. From chicken nuggets to tofurkey bacon and deli slices, to fish sticks, holiday turkey, and yes, the famous Beyond Burger and Impossible Burger that have all the look, feel, and taste of good old-fashioned pink slime processed ground round right down to the bleeding. Meat analogs, as they're called in the industry, are plant-based processed foods meant to mimic the experience of eating processed meat-based foods. The most important function they perform is allowing people flirting with a plant-based diet the ability to try it out without changing their eating habits. These fake meats aren't made for us long-time veggies. They're for you, the omnivores who can't imagine your life without kielbasa, bacon, nuggets, and whoppers. Meat analogs are all the heartburn and preservatives of a regular junk food binge without the guilt that another living creature with feelings and a family was herded into a dark, stinky room, terrified, and shot between the eyes with a glorified nail gun, where it may or may not have died instantly, and if it didn't, was then subjected to unspeakable pain and torture before it was served up for you, where you promptly and thoughtlessly gobbled it down without even a thought in under three minutes. But as far as being a healthy alternative to meat, that's debatable. If your diet consists of delicate, unprocessed, farm-raised, grass-fed beef and lamb, and no junk food, switching to meat analogs is not healthier for you. But if your diet consists of, at minimum, three fast food trips a week, you may want to consider it. These plant-based proteins are definitely highly processed and full of weird stuff, But if you're a junk food buff, absolutely none of the stuff is any worse than what you're already putting into your body. Side by side, Beyond Burgers are lower in calories, cholesterol, and saturated fats, pound for pound, than your local Dives Burger. However, they have tremendously higher sodium and other additives, all plant-based and natural, but additives nonetheless, not present in your Angus Burger all while being devoid of iron and B vitamins. 
A bigger impact you may be having, though, is on the environment. According to NBC News, Beyond and Impossible patties require 87 to 99% less water, 93 to 96% less land, and 89 to 90% less fossil fuel emissions to get to your plate than traditional burgers, with no methane-leaden cow farts involved. But these emission statistics are all five times higher than traditional fresh veggies and legumes. After a short break, we'll talk about these fresh veggies and legumes. I want to pause for a moment to encourage you to keep this discussion going. If you like what you hear here, please share my podcast on social media or text the link bit.ly slash findwholefill to your friends. We can keep this conversation going on Twitter. I'm really Phil Reese. Use the hashtag GetYourWholeFill. If you're new, subscribe at the bit.ly link I just mentioned and give me a rating wherever you subscribe. Thanks, fam. Now on with the show. Yes, if you're eating like the average middle-class American, substituting meat analogs into your already processed food-heavy diet is relatively better for both you and the environment though they are at least twice the price. But this is missing the point. Both you and the environment would be even more better off if we all ate a hell of a lot less meat and fake meat and a hell of a lot more fresh vegetables and legumes. Remember the lack of iron and B vitamins in these foods? Spinach, beans and peas, asparagus, leeks, and dried apricots are all high in iron and B vitamins. If you're worried about protein, you have a complete protein anytime you combine a grain, which has half the amino acids of a complete animal protein, and a legume, which has the other half. Some legumes, like peas and soy, edamame, already have all the protein, as do some grains, like chia and buckwheat. All of this is far, far, far lower in calories, saturated fats, cholesterol, and sodium than any meat or meat analog, and are far, far better for the environment too, especially in terms of fossil fossil fuels required to farm and distribute. If you're a junk food eater looking for a low barrier of entry route, to vegetarianism because it means you're helping your body, the environment, and opt out of a system of misery and torture for animals, a great start is to switch to these meat analogs in place of your processed foods. But it should be a stop on the way to an actually healthy diet of fresh, unprocessed fruits, vegetables, grains, and legumes. And ultimately, that is best for your body, the environment, animals, and your wallet. Thank you to Josh V for suggesting this topic. That's it for today. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you like what you hear, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search Whole Fill or go to bit.ly slash find Whole Fill and please drop me a rating. Tweet me at reese with topic ideas you think I should cover. Today was a topic suggestion from Josh B. And if you have a topic suggestion, I will consider it for a future episode. Just tweet at me, really Phil Reese. If you're in the DC area, 
you can come and see me DJ. I'm at JR's on Thursday, the 27th, for my regular Thursday night. Kicks and Giggles is at the Green Lantern for our monthly residency there on the night of the 28th, which is Friday. That is no cover, and it's where anything you want. And on Sunday, I'm back at JR's all afternoon and evening. Um, And then Monday, the 1st, I will be there at JR's again for show tune sing-along. So if you like musicals, if you love show tunes, it's a great night. Learn more about my upcoming DJ gigs at my website, philipjreese.com. And remember, be good to yourself, love yourself, and we're all in this together.